Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. They said it couldn't be done, but tonight we will crown a national champion in an unusual college football season, but a college football season that we have made it through, albeit with some hiccups, a bit of a roller coaster ride along the way. But we have made it to not just the finish line. You remember when we talked way back in uh, September about this is not the finish line, this is the starting line. So we got to the starting line, and tonight we get to the finish line, and that feels like a victory. Welcome to Sports Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross, Michael Borkey, Brian Haydad, hope you had a great weekend. We have got a ton to get into with you this afternoon. Wildcard weekend is in the books. We turn our focus now to the Division Series weekend. I guess not Division Series, but the uh, Division Games in the uh, second round of the NFL playoffs. We'll turn our attention to that as we go throughout the week. We've got some hoops to talk to and all that you can uh, can stomach in terms of the national championship game. Boys, what's up? Not that it was needed, because I think it was the very easy and accurate opinion about expansion in college football playoff, especially this year. But I think this weekend in the NFL validated our position on college football needing expansion. Because this was the first super wild card weekend. And it was great. And even though, for example, I don't think the Indianapolis Colts were a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, they made the playoffs. Pretty good football team. Very good run defense. They were not capable of winning a Super Bowl, in my opinion. The Washington football team. Not capable of winning a Super Bowl. The Chicago Bears, who they played the worst game of the weekend, not capable of winning a Super Bowl. But we got more games, and they were fun. Meaningful, impactful football games. College football, even if adding the Pac-12 champion to the playoff would not add a national championship contender, would add an additional compelling football game. And I know the NFL is different than college. However, multiple teams that weren't real contenders played compelling and fun football games this weekend, justifying our desire for playoff expansion. The NFL did it, and look at how great it was. College football needs to do it, and it would be great as well. Bears may have played the worst game of the wild card weekend, but the worst quarter of the wild card weekend belonged to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Now they got better as the game went along, but they trailed by more points at the end of the first quarter than any team in NFL playoff history, down 28 nothing to the Browns. And it took a grand total of one play 
for that game to kind of go off the rails for Pittsburgh. The opening snap from Pouncey over the head of Roethlisberger gets kicked around, recovered in the end zone. Browns take an early lead, and they were able to hang on despite really not doing a whole lot offensively in the second half of that ball game. But we just buried the lead. We woke up in the state of Mississippi with snow on the ground on the 11th of January, and it was gorgeous. I don't know. There may have been some schools that were were canceled in some places, but generally speaking, it was one of those snows that sticks to trees and sticks to grass and sticks to dirt but didn't stick to the roads. It's kind of the perfect perfect snow. Now, there are a lot of kids that would go, oh, no, 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 that's not the perfect snow at all. The perfect snow is when I don't have to go to school at all. Um, but I know there's some kids who either took a, uh, a personal day, a uh, little, little PTO for kids, or maybe were, uh, checked out of school early so that, uh, they could participate in some of, uh, you know, sledding and, and whatnot. Anyway, that was a, a fun sight to, uh, wake up to. Ceasefire text line is open, 601-879-4395. That's the number for you to be a part of the conversation on the Ceasefire text line. Ceasefire. Customer inspired, Mister Haydad. Did you get on a sled today? I did not. Don't own a sled. You know, it's not usually a good piece of equipment to have here in the state of Mississippi. But uh, there was a snowball fight. I'll say that. There you go. Any uh, any building of a snowman? Uh, a little one, yeah. Not 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 you know no frosty size guys or anything like that. So, uh, they, they Jeff says. So. Oh, did they really? Yeah. We did. We did not get a uh, a cancellation from the Oxford School District. I'll just I'll just lay it out there. I don't know if I get in trouble for this or not, but I, I don't mind if I get in trouble. It won't be the first time. So, took the kids to school. Everybody made it on time. No tardies today. Took Francis to. Uh, she goes to Mother's Morning Out on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And I had a meeting this morning at nine o'clock that I went to. And when I finished that up about ten, uh, I had a text message from my wife that says. I think we should check the kids out of school. And I called her. I was like, are you serious? I said, it's just a little bit of snow, and it's only going to snow for about another 45 minutes or an hour, and then it's going to turn to rain. She said, what are they going to remember more, this day of school or getting to play in the snow? And I said, fair enough. So I went and picked them up, and then we have sleds. But they weren't at home, so I had to make a, a run out to my in-laws' house to grab the sleds. I tried to go buy a sled this morning at uh, at Sneed's Hardware, the uh, the local hardware store, completely sold out. And I, I talked to one of the guys that I know that works there. I said, "Hold on a second. I thought you guys like kept a like a, a back stock of sleds because that you know you only need one once every year or two or three. He said, "We do. Like in the hundreds, they just keep them in the storeroom in the back." and had sold every sled they had in the store in the last two days leading up to the possibility of snow this morning. So maybe there's a black market out there for sleds in uh, areas that don't get snow on a regular basis. Sleds aren't even uh, shouldn't be the mode of choice anyway. At least not the ones where you have like metal tracks. We don't get that kind of snow here. You need to go... Like round no, the, trash no, these are like the plastic like, toboggan okay. sleds. Yeah, see, th- those are that's what you need around here. There was somebody in the neighborhood as I was leaving trying to sled in like their tradi- traditional sled with the metal tracks and the wood mm-hmm. flat, and they weren't going anywhere. You gotta have some ice for that. I, know, I wanted to roll down the window and say, "You got the wrong thing. Go get your trash can lid, and you'll actually get down your hill." But it was cold, and 
it was a child. So, hey, Dad, were there any times um, where you remember people like grabbing the the flat lunchroom trays and turning those into sleds? No, Not sleds. I don't, something to go down a hill on. No, I, I don't remember. I, being in my my grade school and high school days, I don't ever really remember getting enough snow to cancel school. So, no. Yeah. We we came too, up with my my school. There's a big old hill that that brought you to it. So that would have been a good thing to have. Yeah. So so growing up in Oxford, I mean, obviously limited opportunities, but you had a couple of big ice storms, right? We had the big big ice storm in '94. And then there was another one in 1997, and then I remember maybe when I was a freshman in college also um, getting a big, big snow where everything got canceled. And I'm going to say it was 97 when I was in high school. We ended up in Avent Park, which has a big hill that kind of goes down to the playground. And I don't know, there were like 12 of us that piled onto a twin-size mattress and Borky, it's the closest that I've ever in my life come to dying, I think. Oh, I've heard this story before. It's been years, though. So there was a park bench. And, it, you know, I mean, when it's in like a legit park, you've got to have a durable park bench. And so it's one of those that had on both sides of the park. It might have been, what, five or six feet wide, you know, where you could see three or four people on it. And it had like the two-inch metal posts that are in the ground in concrete that then hold this metal park bench that's got this, you know, rubber coating on it. And we're going down the hill, and it's kind of turned sideways on a twin-size mattress, and my head, you know, it's it's like raised, I don't know, maybe 18 inches or so off the ground, and my head is headed straight for that post. And so I'm trying to somehow steer this thing with my leg, and I kind of throw my body sideways. So we're going down a hill on ice on a twin-size mattress, and I just bailed off on it, and my hip is what just went, boom, straight into that metal pole. It hurt, and I limped around, but I was thinking this was probably a better outcome than my head hitting it at that speed going down the hill in the dark, Probably trespassing, maybe, I don't know, maybe public parks open at all hours. Anyway, uh, fun times. Fun times nonetheless. I uh, hope you enjoyed your days as well. Somebody said this, and I've seen this before, a 55 Chevy Bel Air hood makes a great sled. So a car hood turned upside down. Take the trucks off a of skateboard. That was another text. That's what we did as kids. Ooh. Okay. And then you would try and stay would, upright on it? Yeah, you would it's basically snowboard on a skateboard without the trucks on it. Yeah, when Jane and I were still dating, before we were married, I, I, we were in Clarksdale. No, maybe it was after we were married. Uh, we were in Clarksdale, and in the Delta, everybody goes to the levee, right? The, the levee that you know kind of runs along the Mississippi River, and you get on the other side of the levee, and there was a guy that was doing what was described just there. They had a four-wheeler. And they were pulling an upside-down car hood on the four-wheeler up and down the levee. That was a pretty good time as well. All right, no more sledding stories unless you've got great ones that you want to send to us on the C Spire text line. We'll jump into the national championship game, Ohio State and Alabama, coming your way tonight from South Florida. We'll be right back. 
From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Looking pretty good for the drive home so far. No wrecks or breakdowns. Roads aren't exactly too slick. Do be careful, they are still a bit wet. Give yourself a bit of extra distance between you and your neighbor. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call 601-353-5217. It's time to do more of what you want, where you want. With the all-new Honda EU2200i generator, available at your preferred local Honda dealer, Frederick's Sales and Service. These generators are quiet, portable, efficient, and have the reliability you'd expect from Honda. Come by Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon and see the full line of Honda generators or online at frederickssales.com. Honda and Frederick's power you can trust. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah! Yeah! We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you for helping us get our daddies back. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Oh, you're going to take me home tonight. Oh, down beside that red firelight. Oh, you're going to let it all hang out. Fat bottom girls, you make the rocking world go round. 
Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. I have to read a couple of these texts, and then we will uh, move away from the uh, from the snow conversation. There are a couple of folks, by the way, who live all south of the Jackson metro area that said we were lucky to wake up with snow. They woke up with rain or perhaps with uh, sleet. There was someone said uh, from the Pine Belt that uh, they had no snow at all, and so uh, stop rubbing it in, please. Uh, here's a message. Had a buddy water skiing on snow behind a four-wheeler. Failed to see the culvert that the snow had covered up in the ditch along the side of the road. The ski went inside the culvert and it broke his leg in three places. Ugh. That sounds rough. Michael says, not saying it was smart, but in 1997, we took a car hood and put it behind a truck and used it like a tube behind a boat. That's right, in Mississippi, we'll do whatever we can to make things work and have a good time. William and Belmont, snow shovel handle between your legs to steer. Yes, but there is some risk involved with that particular method. Andy and Macomb, four-wheeler, ski rope, knee board equals southern Mississippi snow days. And then this kind of sums it all. This is from Jay in Oxford. If you've ever been sledding, air quotes, on a pickup truck hood pulled behind a four-wheeler, you might be from Mississippi. We concur. We concur. No judgment here. It's all about having a good time. Uh, it's so rare that we get the snow. You try to enjoy it when you can. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borkey. National championship game tonight. Alabama and Ohio State. Two teams that some would say contribute to college football fatigue because, you know, they're just two of the name brands that seem to pop up over and over and over. This is only the second time that Alabama and Ohio State have met in the playoff era. The other time happened in 2014 in a semifinal game, and Ohio State with Cardell Jones and Zeke Elliott were really, really, really impressive that night. This is the first time they've met in a national championship game. Borky, high-level thought before we kind of dive deep. Uh, the over seems like a safe play here. I think the last five overs uh, have hit in the national championship game. I could be wrong, but I believe that is the case. Either way, 74.5 seems like a safe bet. Uh, with Alabama potentially getting Waddle back, I mean, that's happening. He's going to play. And both defenses have, show, have shown this season their susceptibility through the air. I think that you're going to see one of those games that we used to make fun of. Pac-12 games. Big 12 games. A lot of points everywhere. And both Ohio State being at full strength, at least offensively COVID-wise, and Alabama getting back to full strength. Uh, I think you're going to see points on points on points on points tonight. Hey, Dad. I've been thinking about this Alabama team, and I'm wondering if this is his best team at uh, at Alabama. I think you can make a case for it to be because you know they play nothing but SEC games, and then now this one playoff game. Um, they had two Heisman finalists, and if you could have gone to five, they would have probably had three. They lost <laughs> their second best pass catcher midway through the season and didn't miss a beat. 
I mean, this is a really good team. So it sort of sort of feels like a coronation, but at the same time, Ohio State is is very dangerous. And I did not think they were dangerous before New Year's Day, watching them against Clemson. But now, I mean, they could be the fly in the ointment for, like I said, what sort of feels like the culmination of crowning Alabama. If Alabama wins this game tonight, it will be the second undefeated national champion at Alabama under Nick Saban. 2009, they went 14 and 0 and won the BCS. I'm sorry, that was not playoff. 2009 was BCS National Championship game undefeated. 2011 was 12 and 1 BCS champion. 2012 was 13 and 1 BCS champion. In the college football playoff era, Two national championships for Alabama, 14 and 1 in 2015, 13 and 1 in 2017. So this would be the first undefeated national championship season of the playoff era for Alabama and their second under Nick Saban. So as dominant as Alabama has been under Nick Saban, they've only had one undefeated national championship season. And hey, to add to your point, of those 14 games, you're talking about four wins against non-conference opponents in the regular season, and probably one of the, I, I don't remember the two, let's see, pull up the 2009 schedule and tell you how that Alabama team got there. Um, they beat Virginia Tech, who was number seven at the time. Their other non-conference games, though, were FIU, North Texas, and Chattanooga. They had to beat Florida in the SEC championship game, who was ranked number one at the time, and then they beat number two Texas in the Rose Bowl. Was that when Texas... Uh, was that Colt McCoy? He got injured early got in that ball game? Early in the game, yeah. I don't know if that would have made a difference, but yes, that's when, that's what happened. Would that team be the argument for best team that Nick Saban has had? You know, I've always said that I thought his best team was the next year when they lost three games. That team was so loaded with NFL talent. Um, but in terms of, you know, the uh, the whole deal, it's either that one or 2011 where they only lost to LSU and then they came back and beat LSU and just really destroyed them uh, in the national title game for me. Those, those, those would probably be the two that you would point to. So the 2011 loss was 9-6 to to LSU on November 5th in the regular season, turned around and played them on January 9th. That was a boring football game. 21 to nothing was the final, which yeah. you would think was three touchdowns and three extra points. That was not the case at all. It was field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal, and then a touchdown late, I think. Wasn't there a pick six? There may have been. I don't remember the way exactly that it unfolded. I went to that Jordan game Jefferson. and was... Forward out of my mind. The ball out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Borky, can you get on board with the argument that if Alabama wins this game tonight against Ohio State, it will be the best Alabama team under Nick Saban? I think so. Although, can't you can't you say that the SEC is down this year more so than years past? Their schedule, their path, although they had 10 SEC games and, of course, the championship to get there, it wasn't like some of their previous championship teams 
what they had to deal with. LSU was really down. I mean, they were met with little resistance. Texas A&M was the best team they played, which, as they turned out, probably had an argument to make the playoff. But Auburn fired their coach, was down. Uh, LSU obviously down. Tennessee stinks out loud. I mean, where were they resisted compared to years past when their schedule would have six top 25 teams on it? It was just not that case this year. I mean, they're, the team that played them the closest, aside from the SEC championship game, was Old Miss, who had five losses. They, they did not play a rigorous schedule compared to some of Nick Saban's previous championship teams. Most points scored against Alabama this year came in week three when Ole Miss scored 48 and lost by 15, 63 to 48. Closest margin of victory was the SEC championship game where they won by six over Florida. They gave up 46 in that game but scored 52. Alabama has, what is it, like three seasons running? It's over 30 games now in which they have scored 35 or more points. They won 38 to 19 in the season opener against Missouri, beat A&M 52 to 24, beat Ole Miss 63 to 48, 41-24 over Georgia. Was that game tied at the half? I think Georgia may have led at the half, honestly. Or were they trailing? I trying to remember. It was 7-7. Yeah, the Alabama trail. That's right. They scored a touchdown right before the half. And they were down 24-20 at the break, but outscored Georgia 21-0 in the second half and yeah. just dominated that game. That was and that's when, when their defense got better. That was when Country Club Bennett went from, hey, this kid's okay, to, all right, this isn't going to work at this level. It was that night when everybody started to realize it. Beat Tennessee in a ho-hum affair, 48-17. Shut Mississippi State out 41 zip, scored 63 on Kentucky, beat Auburn 42 to 13, smoked LSU 55 17, most points LSU had ever given up in a game, beat Arkansas 52 to 3, and then the entertaining uh, SEC championship game 52 46. And that's, of course, before they won against Notre Dame in the college football playoff semifinal. Alabama and Ohio State coming up tonight, Sports Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. This afternoon into the evening, mostly cloudy skies, low all the way down to 23. Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 49. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 27. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 53. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 33. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 60 degrees. This weather service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard Dealer in Brandon. Final discounts at Soul Burgers Jewelry in Ridgeland. Buy remaining inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right, own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever, Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry, Ridgeland. 
Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420 or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Green, the new degree of comfort. 144 Tactical, Highway 49 South in Florence. Come check out our selection of custom AR-15s as well as parts and accessories. When it comes to your firearm needs, we've got you covered with customizing, laser engraving, or modifications. 144 is a certified Cerakote facility offering a lifetime warranty on all coatings and 144 rifles. Let our professionals help you turn your custom needs into reality. 12 months, same as cash financing on everything in the store. 144tactical.com. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents And Doug Breathe out and repeat after me Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance So you only pay for what you need Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance So you only pay for what you need Your bird is eating my candles Your bird is eating my candles No, seriously, he's making a mess No, seriously he's Liberty, Liberty, Liberty Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. Final sale days, final discounts at Soul Burgers Jewelry in Bridgeland. Buy remaining inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right. Own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever, Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry, Bridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. The Department of Health is reporting 1,227 new cases of COVID-19. Following higher weekend totals, today's report brings the state's total to over 240,000. With the confirmation of 19 additional deaths, 5,186 Mississippians have now passed away from the virus. For more data and vaccination information, visit newsms.fm. And last week, a teacher pay raise bill was introduced to the Senate Education Committee at the Capitol. Chairman Dennis DeBar explains. $1,000 pay raise, uh, raise the starting salary up to $37,000, uh, and uh, raise the pay for teacher assistance to $15,000. Right now, we're about $300 million over revenue estimate, so we've, we've got the money. Even with the raise, Mississippi would still fall $7,000 below the southeastern average. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. 
heading to the coast to hit the casinos or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days when you drive to the coast tune to 106.3 casino radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there and it's not just casinos casino radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one from all of the great restaurants nightlife recreation and more casino radio has it all so when you're on the coast discover everything that's happening from 106.3 casino radio in a world full of noise finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming that's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information, and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Feel it. Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Countdown indeed. Final game of the 2020 college football season. Kicks off at 7.15 tonight from Hard Rock Stadium in South Florida. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky. I don't know if you guys saw this earlier today. Ross Dellinger had a, uh, a story at Sports Illustrated. The tweet promoting it says, As a proponent this summer of playing a season, Greg Sankey felt on an island. Now college football has reached the finish line. A quote, I'm not the one, we're not the ones who walked away. We all should have been more connected. The SEC didn't walk away. Guess who responded to that promotional tweet from Ross Dellinger? None other than little Dan Woken. And his response was, How many SEC football players and coaches ended up getting COVID? Not sure how you just skipped that piece before patting yourself on the back for how the season went. Uh, national champion UConn had 24 players test positive. They canceled their season. Man, somehow. Didn't, didn't even play college football, got COVID. Uh, somehow, some way, they were able to get it. It's just crazy. So, two pieces ran this morning. One of them, or they were both the exact same principle, which is crazy. I mean, I, I don't know if you collude to write the same column for two different publications, but they were both, was college football worth it this season? In hindsight, maybe it wasn't. The goalposts keep getting moved. This summer it was, you're putting lives at stake here. And when you get to the end of the season, and yes, players did get it. There's no sugarcoating that. It happened. Also, regular people between the ages of 18 and 22 also got it who do not play football. But alas... Players did Some get gorillas it. got it evidently. Yeah, and the, what was it? The San Diego Zoo. Yeah, don't worry though; they're ape symptomatic. Oh, you'll be here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to tip your servers. Um, <laughs> but that was so bad. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Completely oh, terrible. Where it was. Terrible. Um, 
<laughs> Nevertheless, two two pieces that ran. Uh, yeah, this so they were the exact. the The goalposts were moved in the summer. It was lives are at stake. You're literally killing people. What was it? Dennis Dodd said that um, players were going to die, and that that did not happen. Luckily, and so now the goalposts are being moved. It went from you're literally killing people to well, players got it to well, you shouldn't have done it anyway because it was kind of hard. It's almost as if these people actually really never wanted it to happen to begin with. I'm thinking about the scene from A Few Good Men where Jack Nicholson is sitting on the uh stay or on on the stand. I just I can't think I can't remember the direct quote, but basically he alludes to the fact with of it would be okay with me if you just smiled and said thank you. Talking about needing me on that wall and wanting me on that wall. You know what I'm talking about? The line from that? Yes. I didn't just make that up, did I? No, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, It's like you want to say, hey, Dan Wolken, part of the reason you still have a job is because of what Greg Sankey did this year. It would be okay with me if you just smiled and said thank you. But no. I mean, it, it's okay to say the season was difficult, that it was challenging, that in it some was. cases players had a hard time with it. But uh, there was something I read a few days ago about how players without this, the mental implications that would have come with that, with them not having their football season, with them in some cases, having to return home where they don't want to be and in, in what that would have done. So putting on the season. See, uh, on our end, I mean, college football saved a lot of jobs. It did. It, seriously, it saved livelihoods of local store owners and restaurants and bars and media. It saved jobs playing college football, which is great. But more importantly, these 18- to 22-year-old kids who know nothing but playing football. That's why they're in school, because they want to play ball. That's all they do. That's all they care about. That's all they think about. They're football players. They got to do that this year. Without that, it it would have been tougher on them than people realize. Imagine taking away from you the thing that you love the most. Sorry, you can't do that. It's just gone. No reason given. You're just not allowed to do it. You're not allowed to have that thing you love. The thing that you spend... All day, every day, for a decade plus, working for this moment, you can't have that now. What it would do to your mental makeup and your psyche. It would destroy you, and it would have destroyed these kids, too. I agree. And, you know, I mean, would every college football player have, you know, needed counseling to get through a season without college football? Probably not. And, and but but I think what you're saying is important, Borky, because the the flip side of that is, yeah, there's some college football players who went through a very stressful season, and in, in terms of the the mental grind that went with this year, that's really the case every season, but because of the addition of COVID testing daily or weekly or somewhere in between 
and the the back and forth of will we play, won't we play, will we play, won't we play, who are we going to play, is the opponent going to be able to play, I think that was a grind mentally. And we've talked about mental health as it pertains to college football players this particular season. Did every college football player need help? Did, did it affect all of them the same way? No, absolutely not. If we had not played this season, would every college football player have needed help? Needed a kind of an assist on the mental health front? No, of course not. But some would have. And it could have been, and, and maybe would have been, more damaging than what we actually went through. Wouldn't you think that there is an unbelievable feeling of accomplishment for players, and I'm not talking about Alabama and Ohio State, I'm talking about every college football player that stuck it out all the way through this season with their team. The emotional grind, the physical grind, the toll of all of it. Wouldn't you think that there is an unbelievable sense of accomplishment, regardless of what your win-loss records was, for getting through this season? i I, I got to believe that the answer to that is yes. And it looked different for different teams. I mean, Ohio State's playing in a national championship game tonight. It's their eighth game of the year. It's not their fault that it's their eighth game of the year. In fact, Ohio State is probably the reason that most Big Ten teams played five or six or seven games. So here's how Ohio State got to this point. They opened the season with a thumping of Nebraska. They had a 13-point win against Penn State, who at the time we thought was good, despite an 0-5 start to the year and then finishing the year out reasonably strong. They beat Rutgers, but Rutgers put four touchdowns on the board, scored 27 points. Great game against Indiana, fun to watch, 42-35. And when they gave up 35 points and almost 500 yards passing to Michael Penix Jr., we were kind of left scratching our heads and going, yeah, I don't know about this Ohio State team. They beat Michigan State by 40 the next week, or two weeks later. And then two weeks after that, with about, oh, I don't know, hey, Dad, what was the lowest number of players Mississippi State played a game with? 43, I believe. Okay. Probably about that many players. They went and played in the Big Ten Championship game and won an entirely different type of contest than maybe Ohio State's won in five years. 22 to 10 against a really good defense in which they just imposed their will on Northwestern on the ground when Trey Sermon had 331 yards rushing. And then, in the semifinal against Clemson, I think we saw Ohio State at its best at any point this season. 49-28. Was that the best you had seen of Ohio State all year long? Oh, without a doubt. No question. Fields threw for 385. Trey Sermon ran for 193. Chris Olave, the best receiver on the team for Ohio State, had 132 yards. Now, let me ask you this. And we're about out of time in this particular segment, so we may need more time. A lot of comparisons because, you know, Alabama's got Devontae Smith. Ohio State's got Chris Olave. When you look at their numbers... I know Olave's a really good player, and he can take the top off. But can we stop with that comparison? Because I'm not sure that that's a fair comparison for Devontae Smith. 
Do you guys agree on that at all? I'll let you think on it during the break, and we'll circle back to that in just a second. Olave had 120 yards receiving against Penn State. 139 against Michigan State. 132 against Clemson. Those are great numbers. Those are not Devontae Smith numbers. We'll be back. Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area, just call 601-605-4443. Looking pretty good so far, no wrecks or breakdowns, no major problems so far this afternoon. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt, Mississippi's newest gun store with indoor range, firearms training center, and full-service gunsmithing department. Right now, we're offering special pricing on our individual, couples, and family memberships. We're so sure you will enjoy a membership and the exclusive benefits that our members enjoy that we don't even ask you to sign a contract. Come browse our huge selection of guns and accessories or look into signing up for one of our many firearms training classes. The range by Jimmy Primos just off I-55 at the Gluckstadt exit. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. 
doesn't love the holiday season? Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit KeepMSBeautiful.com. That's KeepMSBeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching for C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. I listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. All right, so just finishing up that kind of back and forth between Chris Olave and Devontae Smith. Because it, it, am I crazy? You, you guys have heard that comparison, right? I mean, so so Alabama's got Mac Jones and Ohio State has got Justin Fields. Alabama's got Najee Harris. Well, Ohio State's got Trey Sermon, and and they might have Master Teague also. Alabama's got Devontae Smith. Oh, but Ohio State's got Chris Olave. I might be with you on the quarterback comparison and the running back comparison, perhaps. Although I think Najee Harris is better than those other two. But this receiver comparison, it just doesn't make any sense to me. The most yards receiving in a game all season long for Chris Olave at Ohio State came against Michigan State, where he had 139 yards receiving. Here's Devontae Smith. Now remember, they were without Jalen Waddell in the first couple of games. I'm, I'm sorry, Jalen Waddell was there the first couple of games. 89 in the opener against Missouri, 63 against Texas A&M. After that, 164 yards and a touchdown against Ole Miss. 167 and two touchdowns against Georgia. Only had 73 against Tennessee. 203 and four touchdowns against Mississippi State. 144 and two touchdowns against Kentucky. 171 and two touchdowns against Auburn. 231 and three touchdowns against LSU. Basically didn't play. Had three catches against Arkansas. They didn't need him. SEC championship game against Florida, 184. Say what? He had a punt return for a touchdown in that game, though. You are right. Had 111 yards in return... Uh, punt return yards and a touchdown in that game. Good point. Against Florida, 184 yards receiving and two touchdowns, and against Notre Dame, 130 and three touchdowns. There's not a comparison, is there? Am I missing something? 
what does Olave not do that Smith does? What, what as far as their ability? He catch as many balls, uh, but. Is there a guy on Alabama that's as good as Olave's compadre at wide receiver? Wilson. Does Alabama have a Garrett Wilson? Is Mechie as good as Garrett Wilson? Doesn't look like it. I don't know. Uh, I don't have Wilson's numbers pulled They're up. better than Olave's. Olave is Ohio State's second leading receiver. Yeah, but so why does everybody talk about him as the guy? Because ability extends beyond numbers. I mean, okay. who would you rather have in DK Metcalf's draft class? DK Metcalf or the six wide receivers that went ahead of him? They all had better it's numbers reasonable. than he did. It's If I had a pick in the draft, it's Smith. But I think... Olave has shown you that he's got that kind of ability as well. His usage rate just isn't as high. I don't know. I think a lot of that is just, you know, it's a TV show at the end of the day. you got to build up some uh, some hype. So yeah, that, 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 that's, that's what that feels like more than anything else to me. But Olave is going to be a fr- – I mean, he's going to be an early first-round pick. I mean, he's that high level of a talent. John Mechie the third had what forty seven catches for eight hundred thirty five yards and six touchdowns. So yeah, he's probably not as good. So you think one two punch is better at Ohio State? Well, not if Waddle comes back. I know he hadn't played in a while, but if Waddle is healthy and playing, then advantage greater than sign Alabama. See, I'm not ready to defend that Olave's better or anything. I just. If you told me scratch, I, I would hear it. I've just heard that example over and over. All oh, these offenses just cancel each other out. And maybe they do. Maybe I'm completely wrong on this. But in going through that, here's why they cancel out. Chris Olave is the, the guy that they have mentioned. They, you know, quotes around they, have mentioned when comparing to Devontae Smith. And maybe it's because of draft status. Maybe that's fair. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be an early first-round pick, but I think, is Trey Sermon better than Najee Harris? I would say no. No, no. No, he's not. No, No, yeah, I said that a second ago. Yeah, the the canceling each other out thing is, I don't know if it's exactly true. But but I would take Fields over Jones. If Master Teague plays, I might say the combination of Trey Sermon and Master Teague. Yeah are close to equal Najee Harris. And the name just puts them over the edge anyway. Um, (laughs) Jones has been great. This is going to discredit him. I think if you were given the choice, I would take Fields at quarterback over Jones. I would take Harris over Sermon. I would take Smith over Olave, although I think it's close. And I would take Alabama's offensive line over Ohio State's, I think. That's for sure for me. So I don't know if it's a... Scratch across the board. So which is, who's got a better defense? It's a great question. Who knows? They're both they both have weaknesses for sure. Sports Talk Mississippi winners and losers. That's what's coming up next when we begin the four o'clock hour with you on this Monday.
News. I'm Rich Dennison. House Democratic leaders are preparing to impeach President Trump again if he's not removed from power through the 25th Amendment. Democrats and some Republicans accused the president of inciting and encouraging protests that turned violent and breached the U.S. Capitol last week. Republican leaders say impeachment so close to the inauguration of President-elect Biden will only further divide the country. Fox's Jared Halpern on Capitol Hill. The National Park Service is shutting down public access to the Washington Monument until the 24th of this month, citing credible threats surrounding the upcoming inauguration. Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser asking for security to be stepped up in the nation's capital. The inauguration poses several unprecedented challenges. The FBI is also warning of armed threats to the U.S. Capitol and state capitals leading up to and including Inauguration Day. America is listening to Fox News. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. A Mississippi civil rights icon passed away Friday at the age of 79. Meredith Anding Jr. became known as a member of the Tougaloo Nine for his participation in a 1961 sit-in at a segregated public library in Jackson. Anding worked alongside Medgar Evers to organize the protest, and he remained an active member of the NAACP until his passing. And the Georgia Senate runoff races leaves the Senate with a 50-50 split. Former Mississippi Senator Trent Lott was on Cavuto Live on Fox and said that both parties must learn to communicate. Communication is one thing that's missing in Washington now. You know, presidents haven't liked to talk to the Congress. Republicans and Democrats don't like to talk to each other. The House and Senate don't talk, so that's a, a key part of it. The last time the Senate was split 50-50 was back in 2001. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi. Honey, are you sure you don't need to call Mississippi 811 before you dig the post holes? I'm just going down a foot or two. It's really not digging. Okay, but I'm just saying. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Digging post holes? You'll need to call Mississippi 811 two days before you dig to prevent you from hitting things like underground electric wires. <laughs> Honey, our electricity just died. Call 811 two days before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Need a career, a job, an opportunity? If so, Mississippi Community Colleges are your affordable solution. As experts in training people for high-paying careers and connecting people to opportunities, Mississippi Community Colleges can help you achieve your dream. Visit your community college for more information on the My Best program and other careers. Pathways. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. 
For more information, email info at mccb.edu. Temperatures arrive here in Mississippi. Entergy has a few tips to keep your energy bill low. With heating and air conditioning able to account for more than 50% of a home's energy use, Entergy says that setting the thermostat to 68 degrees during the winter months will reduce your monthly cost. For every degree above 68 degrees, you can increase your bill by as much as 3%. For additional tips, find us online at newsms.fm. And while Mississippi may get its share of negative press, Kathy Northington, the CEO of the State Economic Council, says that Mississippi's message needs to be shouted out. We have so much here in the state of Mississippi. We have the two Mississippi museums. We have the Mississippi Aquarium. All over the state, you go to the Delta. We have the best food, the best culture, the best people. But we talk about it within the state, but we don't shout it out. She explained that social media can be an effective method for sharing Mississippi stories. For all of your Mississippi news, be sure to find us online at newsms.fm. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too, and just as tasty. Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash 3 from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash 3 has daily drawings with 50-cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash 3 sometime, and you might be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play responsibly. Mississippi's official midday meeting place, The JT Show, tomorrow morning at 10 on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. A couple of hours left on this Monday afternoon. Ceasefire text line is open 601 879 4395. New Year, same deal, and it's the real deal. Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but Ceasefire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. So here is the real deal the best plan for one or two lines, $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull, ceasefire.com. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borkey. Porky, I was thinking during the break, a, a year ago today, not this specific day, it was January 14th, but it was this Monday, a year ago, I was off. Two of you guys were flying solo on National Championship Monday. I was in New Orleans, and it was about this time that I left the hotel and started walking toward the Superdome and got in there super early. Worried about the crowd because the president was going to be there. 
and security was heightened getting in, and I just can't help but think about what a difference a year makes. 76,885 inside an absolutely electric Mercedes-Benz Superdome. LSU undefeated with Joe Burrow as its quarterback and Joe Brady calling plays and LS, uh, Ed Ogeron riding high. Just the fact that the stadium was full, all of the excitement about that game, a raucous ovation for President Trump that night. There's a lot that has happened in a year's time. Goodness gracious, a lot has happened in one calendar year. But we're going to do the same thing tonight. It's not going to look the same. Let's see. Have you heard an official capacity number for tonight? Is it 25? Is it 25,000? 25%. 25% capacity? I believe so, that's the case, like 16,000. Okay. I'll tell you what we can get. It's a far cry from 76,000 inside the dome. But that is what we are dealing with. All right, just after 4 o'clock on Monday, that means time for you to light up the C Spire text line with your winners and losers from the weekend. What did you like? What did you not like? It's what we do on Monday's Winners and Losers. We got winners. We got losers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. Super wild card weekend. We had six playoff games in the NFL. We had some college basketball from the weekend. Had some golf this weekend. A lot to choose from in winners and losers. Orky, I think Haydad went first last week. I'll let you go first today. He lost the game, but Taylor Heineke, a guy that uh, was playing fantasy football not too many weeks ago with uh, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes on his roster on his fantasy football team, got called to start in a playoff game. He was Jordan Ta'amu's backup for the St. Louis Battlehawks. And speaking of winners, uh, the whoever scouted the quarterbacks for the St. Louis Battlehawks, did a pretty good job, had the league MVP, and a guy that played like this in an NFL playoff game, but Alex Smith can't go. They call this guy up, who has started one game in his NFL career, a virtual nobody. His claim to fame in football was pounding beers in the locker room after an XFL game. He steps in <laughs> against Tom Brady Wait, and the Bucs. he was that guy? He was that guy. That's him. He him steps in. And delivered strike after strike. The moment wasn't too big for him. He ran the football well and single-handedly kept the Washington football team in a game that they did not belong in. He made a bunch of money. I don't think he's going to be a starter anywhere, but made a bunch of money as a backup somewhere, resurrecting his football career that was basically dead. I mean, just fearless. And it was so much fun to watch. Some reporters, uh, though, did the old tweets thing and found out that oh, he's a Republican. Oh, no. But besides that, <laughs> uh, what a night. And it's so much fun to watch him single-handedly keep that team in the game as a nobody at all. And uh, that was awesome. So he's a winner. Hey, Dave, give me a winner. 
stay in the NFL, you know, with with the Saints and and you know everybody's talking about Breeze and Kamara and Thomas all being back. Deontay Harris, you know, he missed a lot of time this year, and uh, you know, I really underrated player for them. They had a big day yesterday. Had seven catches, got a couple of key first downs. You know, this is a team that. They have a lot of weapons, but they can't ever have too many. And offensively, they weren't great yesterday. They need to, you know, find another guy. Deontay Harris could be that guy, and of course, he's great in special teams too. So good to have him back uh, active for the Saints as they uh, they continue to push through the playoffs. How about Jared Goff? Jared Goff and the Los Angeles Rams went thirty to twenty over the Seahawks. Defense was really good. And when we talked with Deuce last week about kind of who would be a better matchup for the Saints in the second round, he said the Seahawks would be a better matchup because they don't have Aaron Donald. And he may be onto something. That defense for the Rams is pretty darn good. Walford, though, didn't, or started the game and was just, uh, what, not great? Oh, he got hurt. Um, neck injury. He ended up joining the team in the locker room after the game, so he seems to be okay. But yeah, he got. A brace slapped on his neck, took a really awkward hit, um, and had to get taken to the hospital. So, Goff only but, played because of injury. But the plan was not for Jared Goff to play in the game. He no. comes into the game and made some pretty darn good throws and led the Rams to victory. But there's another guy that really, I think you could say, led the Rams to victory in the game. And he's a Mississippi native. Cam Akers was a beast. 28 carries, 131 yards, and a touchdown. And when it looked like Seattle was trying to get back, or excuse, yeah, Seattle was trying to get back into it at the end, they ended it's Cam Akers, and he got the yards needed to move the sticks. He was really, really good. Yeah, golf is not healthy. He, he was not ready to play. I know he had a bad last few weeks of the season, but that, that wasn't even close to 75% Jared Goff. He was not ready to play and just had to. Yeah. Any more winners? I mean, there's plenty. If you want to keep going down the winner road, there is there's the Nickelodeon broadcast. Well, I thought was <laughs> hilarious. I, I love. I mean, we turned it on for a second. It, it, all the goofy stuff is just not for a bunch of thirty year olds. But I, I thought that was really cool and creative, even though a, an f bomb slipped on the Nickelodeon broadcast. But C.J. Gardner-Johnson got another Bears wide receiver to punch him in the face, getting ejected from the game. He is the league's best crap talker, without a doubt. But they need to mic him up. I want to know what he's saying to people to get them to punch him in the helmet. I I mean, it's unbelievable. The, The Bears apparently had a full team meeting where they only had video of him and said, this is what he does don't engage. He's going to talk, and 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 talk, and talk all game long. Don't engage. After that team meeting, the Bears still had a wide receiver punch him in the face and get ejected. I don't know what he's saying to people, but, oh, he's <laughs> the best. I, I mean, I could not imagine playing against him with the, the reaction he gets. I don't know what he's saying. He's got to be researched. Like he's got to know who mom's name or what mom's name is, uh, you know, uh, who your sister is, he's who your cousin is. He's doing what the outfield is. fans do at State and Ole Miss. He's, yeah, they're, they're going. He's going on Facebook. He's finding stuff out. That's the only explanation. It's crazy. 
in the same team to have a different receiver punch him in the face is just perfect. Pretty good stuff. Hey, did you get another winner? Yeah, let's go with Iverson Molinar. He's named a SEC Player of the Week today. A couple of big games. Yep. was really, really solid uh, Saturday against Vanderbilt, a game that statistically State dominated, but Vanderbilt hit so many threes they were able to stay in it. But State's 8-2 and two, uh, with him in the lineup. Um, playing really, really well. I mean, Ben Howland's done a really good job with this team. They they, they play a lot better than the, the what is it? The whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Is that does that, did I say it right? I can never get that saying correct. Um, but I mean, they play well. The, the body language is good. They've got a couple of games this week. You know, A and M not great, and then Florida has been down. You know, they took they had a tough week last week. Uh, so you got a chance to win a couple more games, and then big one with Ole Miss on, on the nineteenth. Just to stay on brand. Harris English, who wins in a playoff at the Tournament of Champions in Maui, uh, finishes on uh, on the extra hole, uh, one shot better than Joaquin Neiman. Both of them are 25 under through the four tournament rounds. Uh, you also had Justin Thomas at 24 under. Xander Shawley, Sung Jay, both at 21 under. Bryson DeChambeau, they're a bunch of low scores. Uh, pretty good scoring conditions in Hawaii in January. So Harris English. A winner on the PGA Tour for the first time since 2013. He goes in the winner's list, and Michael Borky rolls his eyes about golf on Super Wild Card Weekend. We'll get to your winners and losers, plus some of our losers, when we come back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. Looking good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns, no real problems to speak of. Just a little after-school traffic. So be mindful of those school buses making frequent stops. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. It's time to do more of what you want, where you want. With the all-new Honda EU2200i generator, available at your preferred local Honda dealer, Frederick's Sales and Service. These generators are quiet, portable, efficient, and have the reliability you'd expect from Honda. Come by Frederick's Sales and Service in Brandon and see the full line of Honda generators. Or online at frederickssales.com. Honda and Frederick's. Power you can trust. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420, or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? 
Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. If you need a cash infusion after all your Christmas expenses, perhaps we can help at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry in Flowood. At DNS Diamonds, we are always purchasing diamonds, precious stones, gold, silver, and platinum in the form of jewelry or as scrap. We truly believe we pay more than anyone else for your pre-owned, broken, or unwanted jewelry. With gold prices hovering at near record levels, now is a great time to sell. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street, across from Amerigo in Flowood. Accurate information is a precious commodity. Get yours from News Mississippi and Fox News. Trusted sources on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Yes. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. to your winners and losers in just a couple of minutes. Losers you guys had from the weekend. The Pittsburgh Steelers wide receivers. Although although Juju Smith-Schuster did come on later in the game. He did. It's not so much about their play. It's about how they can't shut up. So Juju Smith-Schuster made it a brand late in the season to do TikTok videos, which if you're not familiar with that, it's a social media platform where you make goofy videos, and the genesis of the platform was to do dances. Well, Juju Smith-Schuster decided to film TikTok videos of himself dancing on the midfield logos of his opponents, and they started losing games and losing games, and he promised he would stop doing that. So, all is well and good. Except for this week, going into this game, he said that the the Browns are still the Browns, and they're just gray-faced people and no matter who's wearing the uniform, they're still the Browns, and we're going to beat them like we always beat the Browns. And then you guys saw what happened last night. And then Claypool today is on Instagram Live or whatever and says, yeah, it's a tough loss, but they're going to get smoked this Sunday, so who cares? Mm. Uh, You're going to be on the couch this Sunday while they're playing the Chiefs. Why don't both of you just shut up and play better? And maybe you'll win games instead of doing TikTok dances and not be on your couch watching the Browns play where you should be. So both of those guys are losers. Well, they'll have lots of time for TikTok creativity this week. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you don't have to practice. You can do any dance you want. Uh, hey, Dad, a loser? Conservative football coaches. Not, not politically conservative. Uh, football-y conservative. Both uh, Mike Vrabel and Mike Tomlin punting mm-hmm. in situations where, I mean, you have to sort of read the the, situ- the room there. And, and the idea that you know, field position is what you're looking for, I mean, those days are over, guys. Football has moved into a new era. You've got to score. Uh, you've got to have the football. The idea that you're going to play the short field and all that, it just doesn't work anymore against some of these offenses. So. Those are just, you know, those are two old school, you know, quote unquote football guys, but they got to get with the times a little bit more if they want to, if they want to, you know, continue to win, in Tomlin's case, continue to win championships and in Vrabel's case, get there. 
And, and in fairness to Vrabel, he's been maybe the best clock manager in terms of yeah. NFL coaches throughout the the course of the last couple of seasons. Oh, I, I think. But back yeah, you got to score uh, points. I think back to that uh, that incident. I forget which week it was where he got his team to commit a penalty on purpose so that they could yeah. stop the clock. Absolutely, like, that's next level coaching. And then you see him revert back to that. He's like, "Come on, man, you know better." Yeah. Um, Two, two losers, and this is not to uh, pile misery on, Ole Miss basketball is struggling right now, and they just got absolutely pummeled by LSU on Saturday night. We're down, what, 18, 19 at the half, ended up losing by, mm, I think 14 was the final margin, but just never in it, and, and, and really outmanned at every spot. Devontae Shuler was 0 for 9 shooting from the field, uh, Romello White had a just couldn't do anything on, on the inside. Just a tough one all the way around for them. And, and I hesitate to say this because it's going to come across as political, but I don't mean it to be political. Just very matter of fact in terms of losers. So in terms of backlash for the events of last week at the Capitol in the golf world, uh, Trump National Bedminster, which was scheduled to host the 2022 PGA Championship. Not going to happen. The PGA champion or PGA of America announced last night that they would not be playing the PGA Championship, and the RNA announced today that Turnberry, uh, which is one of the great golf courses in uh, uh, in in Europe, um, well, right there on the water, uh, will not be hosting a future Open Championship either. So, in terms of uh, backlash, kind of a, a loser there for the the Trump organization. Just to say nothing of the the politics of it. Period. Just very black and white. Matter of fact, yeah. Just that's, open, a, that's a tough gig to lose one major for sure, and potentially two. Just opens your up the door courses. for Country Club of Jackson to sweep in and get the PGA Championship. Make it happen. I mean, let's get a remote there. Hey, real quick. Not as they didn't win the game, but you mentioned Ole Miss basketball is a loser. Ole Miss women's basketball should be a winner because you think about last year and Mississippi State beat them by 40-plus points here in Starkville. That game went down to the wire yesterday. Coach Joe's done a pretty good job there. That, that team has completely turned around. Uh, I think they're going to they're be successful in, in the very near future because you know, I, I, obviously State's not as good as they were maybe last season, but Ole Miss is, is a hell of a lot better than they were a season ago. So congrats to that program. The, they are, and... Still a couple of pretty significant injuries on that roster that are probably keeping them from better than they are right now, even in uh, in league play. Uh, Scott from Louisville, winner, the Browns, for winning without their head coach and without their primary play caller. Stefanski was not there, but the, uh, the Browns, thanks to some Steelers' self-inflicted misfortune early, First snap of the game goes over Ben Roethlisberger's head, gets kind of bobbled around, ends up in the end zone. Browns recover it for a touchdown. Next drive, uh, Ben Roethlisberger just kind of tries to float one over the middle. Ball gets picked off. It was a one-handed interception by the linebacker, I think, short field. Browns go stick it in. They're up 28 nothing at the end of the first quarter, and they go on to uh, to get the win. That was a heck of a win for um, Cleveland Browns. First playoff and, win in over two decades. And aren't Browns fans a hearty bunch? Oh I mean, gosh, you, you, yeah. you can't help but feel happy for Browns fans. They've been through it, man. And just incompetence, bad teams, I mean, inexplicable losses, the works. Cowherd actually had a really good take on this today. Um, two things. One, Kevin Stefanski, by the way, 
watched the game by himself in his basement, but his family was upstairs watching the game too. And their TV was ahead of his, so he could hear their <laughs> reactions before uh, the play would happen, which is kind of funny. But everybody's saying, you know, making the joke that, wow, the Browns don't even need Stefanski. Look at how they play without him. No, the way they played is a direct reflection upon their head coach. And Cowherd compared, I thought this was great, he compared it to uh, when you leave your kids home alone for the first time. And some parents come home and the house is destroyed and everything's a mess and the kids are up and everything went terribly. Kevin Stefanski left his kids home alone for the night while he and his wife had a date and they got home and the house was clean and the homework was done and everything was well put together at home. And what happened on the field is a reflection of the culture that their head coach has put on his football team. And I thought that was a great analogy and a really good example of, no, the team's not fine without him. That is a direct reflection of how good his leadership is and the culture of his team and the staff that he hired to work with him that they played that well without him being on the sidelines. So that was a great comparison and completely yeah. accurate. Jay and Mantee, also a uh, Cleveland Browns fan, he says, winner, the Browns. This is the year. Says he's been a Browns fan since 1985. He said, I used the Browns in Tecmo Bowl when I was a kid, and Kevin Mack was unstoppable. I've been a Browns fan ever since. Well, good for you, Jay. Glad for you to uh, get to celebrate as well. Um, you can text us your winners and losers, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. If you want to be a part of the conversation, we are a little less than three hours now until kickoff of the uh, national championship game tonight. Alabama and Ohio State from Hard Rock Stadium just outside of Miami. What is it? Miami Gardens, I think, is technically the uh, address. Or Palm Beach Gardens or something. Something. Wherever it is. South Florida. Um, how locked in will you be? I mean, is it an... You will sit and watch every single snap and will adjust your bathroom breaks accordingly and your trips to the uh, to the refrigerator accordingly. Will you watch casually? Will you not watch because you're tired of Alabama and Ohio State and brands like that, uh, feeling like they've got a stranglehold on college football? Can we make that a poll question, Borky? Absolutely we can. I'll do that uh, when we hit the break. But to answer your question, I am very much the conductor of the I'm tired of the same teams in the college football playoff every year train. I won't miss a snap tonight. I think this could be a high-level football game. Watch the whole game, and I'm more locked into what happens on Twitter, though, because this is one of those nights where there's usually a lot of fun stuff happening on the, on social media. Like what? What do you, what do you say? Uh, people, Anything people in particular? Funny. People are just funny on Twitter during big games. Um, Megacasta, are you only going to watch the uh, the main broadcast on ESPN? Yeah. Where you, yeah. you got Fowler and Herb Street and... See, that's one of those things, though. I, I love watching the tweets of people getting mad because they don't realize they're watching the Homer feed. They're like, these announcers <laughs> are so biased. Ohio State fans are furious that they don't have a Homer broadcast feed. Because oh, is it not on Big Ten Network? That's what I thought it was Because the be. Big Ten Network is not owned by ESPN. Oh. So they can't air the game. So Alabama has one on the SEC network, but Ohio State apparently 
They big, have a homer feed. Herb Street's doing the game, yeah. right? Well, well, oh, listen to you. They're mad that the Big Ten Network can't do it. I think they have one. It's like ESPNU or something. But they're mad that the Big Ten Network doesn't have one themselves. Well, they can't because they don't own the rights to it. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll tell you all the different ways that you can watch the game tonight if you want to when we continue. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. This afternoon into the evening, mostly cloudy skies, low all the way down to 23. Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 49. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 27. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 53. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 33. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 60 degrees. This weather service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Phil Bright, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you. I got my son back. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, almost. And of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. And then the whole, it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. What if you could save a life today? What if you could save three lives today? You have the chance. Right now, Mississippi Blood Services is currently seeing extremely low inventory of all blood types. We are urging all eligible donors to download the free Mississippi Blood Services app and locate the nearest blood drive to you today. Every donation of blood has the potential to save three lives, and you can be that lifesaver. Be a hero. Be a donor with Mississippi Blood Services. Find more info at msblood.com. How do you become America's best-selling brand? Let's break it down. Innovative tech means smarter and safer driving. Intelligent all-wheel drive will keep you ready for anything. And built Ford Tough Trucks will always get the job done. Plus, come into your local Ford store today and get super low APR financing, big cash back, and great lease offers on Ford's full line of cars, trucks, and SUVs. That's Ford, and that's how you become America's best-selling brand. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. A Mississippi civil rights icon passed away Friday at the age of 79. Meredith Anding Jr. became known as a member of the Tougaloo Nine for his participation in a 1961 sit-in at a segregated public library in Jackson. Anding worked alongside Medgar Evers to organize the protest, and he remained an active member of the NAACP until his passing. And the Georgia Senate runoff races leaves 
the Senate with a 50-50 split. Former Mississippi Senator Trent Lott was on Cavuto Live on Fox and said that both parties must learn to communicate. Communication is one thing that's missing in Washington now. You know, presidents haven't liked to talk to the Congress, Republicans and Democrats don't like to talk to each other, the House and Senate don't talk, so that's a, a key part of it. The last time the Senate was split 50-50 was back in 2001. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau insurance. Go with the home team. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. So I told you we'd tell you all the different ways that you can watch the game tonight. This is an exhausting list. Basically, every channel that is even remotely related to ESPN will have something tied to the national championship game tonight. You got Chris Fowler, Kirk Herbstreet in the booth with uh, Maria Taylor and Allison Williams on the sideline. Holly Rowe was going to be on the sidelines, but she tested positive for COVID and so lost the opportunity to work her first national championship game. And Allison Williams gets bumped up, and then they've got a rules analyst on there as well. Uh, so they've got Megacast tonight, which is all the different ways you can watch. Um, college Football Playoff Live debuts this year. That will be the NFL Live crew. So you've got Laura Rutledge, Marcus Spears, Dan Orlovsky, and Mina Kimes, and Todd McShay during the game on ESPN2. Film Room, which has been fairly popular through the years, will be on ESPN News. Gene Chizik, Wake Forest head coach Dave Clawson, Liberty head coach Hugh Freeze, and North Carolina A&T Sam Washington will be on that broadcast on ESPN News. Skycast is on ESPNU, 
So that's the sky camera version of the game where you get just kind of the sounds of the game. You can watch it from that angle with no commentary, other than they have added Jason Fitz and Mike Golick Jr. to provide commentary and context in and out of commercial breaks. So if that's your thing, there you go. ESPN Deportes will have the Spanish-language telecast. SEC Network and the ESPN app will have the hometown radio broadcast, so that will give you Eli Gold, John Parker Wilson, Rashad Johnson, and Chris Stewart from the Alabama radio team synced up with a video from the uh, the TV. And then on the ESPN app, you can watch Ohio State's version of that. I guess that's what you were talking about a second ago, Borky. This is the closest thing to yeah. the, the hometown call. So you'll get uh, Paul Keels and the rest of the Ohio. By the way, he's really good. The rest of the uh, Ohio State crew, if you want to watch that on the ESPN app. Bork, I'm sorry. Hey, Dad, this is especially for you. Gonna need to make sure you got a good home internet connection, so you can pull up the ESPN app and follow along via Refcast. Yeah, buddy. I would love to do that. NFL. I just go ahead. I would love to do that just just so that when I see them staring directly at what happened and they blow the call, that I can just screenshot it and be like, "This is what he was looking at." Former NFL referee John Perry and former SEC referee Matt Austin join Arizona State head coach Herm Edwards and Jason Benetti, who's a play-by-play announcer for ESPN, to break down the game. And Perry and Austin will provide reaction and commentary from a referee's perspective. Also on the ESPN app, the All-22 feed. So if you want to watch the uh, end zone copy of the game, the way players and coaches study film, uh, oh, that's not necessarily end zone, but you can see all 22 at the same time, so it's more of a wide-angle view. ESPN Radio, Sean McDonough and Greg McElroy would have been Sean McDonough and Todd Blackledge, but like Holly Rowe, Todd Blackledge tested positive for COVID, and so he or, or was quarantined or something. COVID-related can't be there. So you got McElroy uh, there. And then there's uh, ESPN Deportes Radio as well. <laughs> That's a lot of different. Yeah, especially the Spanish one. We had somebody uh, text into the show asking if we've we've seen uh, or watched football in a Spanish broadcast. And um, I think I'm back with you. Yeah, uh, the Spanish broadcast though. Uh, that was intense. Um, have you ever, besides just like a clip, listened to minutes of it? Yeah, maybe, but you know, it fits. not really. Yeah, so soccer's a pretty slow sport. So if you you've ever seen a soccer game in Spanish, one time I had to watch a United States men's soccer game on a Spanish channel because the English one wasn't working. So I had to watch it on uh, what is it, Univision? Because apparently I had that at the time. And soccer's okay because it's a very fast language, but it's a slow sport, so it works out. Football in Spanish, those guys have to be tired when it's over because there's so many more things you have to say to speak Spanish. And so they're talking a lot more than a football broadcast. And 
it sounds exhausting keeping up with the speed of the game. <laughs> I can't imagine basketball or hockey in Spanish. You cannot stop. You have to talk the entire time. I bet like they've got to be sore after they call these games. It's wild. I wonder if there's a uh, a market for a, a Spanish broadcast for the NA, uh, for the Stanley Cup Finals. Probably, probably so. Yeah. I mean, they do it in uh, uh, Russian and Bosnian or, or whatever else. <laughs> Whenever I think about Russian, I think about the the call of the uh, of the egg bowl last year and how that those guys lost it when a lot of lifted his leg. <laughs> yeah, I guess I should say two years ago now. Get a message on the Seaspire Seaspire uh, text line. Fulton Carson from Vicksburg will be officiating in the game tonight. You'll be the only one worth a darn. I think Rick Cleveland wrote a, uh, a story about that yeah. that you can uh, you can check out today. Um, just tuned in. Did we get a report on the beef belly? Well, nobody asked. How was it? It looked great. It was, it was fantastic. Really, really good. Really good cut of meat. I'll be buying another one of those in the near future. So you are you are pleased with your effort? I was. I was. As was my family. So there you go. So everything was bite size. It looked like. Yeah, I made burn ends out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Looked they, fantastic. Good on Saturday, and then made some good tacos out of them on Sunday. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Very good. Hey, we had uh, a couple of people, and we'll we'll maybe talk about this a little more in detail later. But there was uh, Borky some some questions about the addition to the Ole Miss football roster today. The transfer from Western Kentucky, Jacor Pearson, All Conference USA receiver, and somebody said, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And I said, "Well, I think they are trying." to find someone to fill the rather large shoes left behind by Elijah Moore. And I don't know if Jacor Pearson will be this or not. From a size standpoint, he kind of looks like Elijah Moore. Any thoughts on this addition for Ole Miss, the uh, the transfer from Western Kentucky? Yeah, it's interesting. So I, I've seen already, and I've been asked myself, you know, who who steps in for Elijah Moore and replicates his production? Well, the answer is nobody. Because they don't have an Elijah Moore stepping in in Elijah Moore's place. He's a, he's a special first-round receiver, and, and that's okay. Uh, they don't have that. They're going to have to distribute the football a little bit more. When you watch this guy in his games at Western Kentucky, and I mean this with respect, he looks like a poor man's version of Elijah Moore. He doesn't look like he's as fast as Elijah Moore, but the the game looks the same. Good route runner, uh, pretty good in space, able to make guys miss, that kind of stuff. He he does not look like he's got the top-end speed of Elijah Moore, but therein lies the point. Not many people do, and that's okay. But he looks like a very capable wide receiver who does a lot of the same things that Moore does well. 2019, so only played two games this year for Western Kentucky, but in 2019 his best game came against Arkansas. He had 10 catches for 120 yards, uh, 69-yard touchdown catch and run against the Razorbacks, uh, had five catches, at least five catches in 11 games. Um, So, again... 
not the numbers that you're talking about, anywhere close to what Elijah Moore did, but uh, an additional piece. And, I mean, when you look at the bowl game with where Ole Miss was from a roster standpoint, they had, what was it, six scholarship wide receivers? Yep, plus Plumley. so I guess technically seven. Technically seven. And so that's an area of need going forward for Ole Miss. We'll see how that uh, that plays out. By the way, he's from Fort Lauderdale, and he played his high school football for Devin Bush Sr., who is now Ole Miss's Senior Director of Recruiting. That was at Charles Flanagan High School in Pembroke Pines. So maybe some familiarity there as well. Mississippi um, State tried to do the same thing, not with this player, but... Um, an arbitrary SEC rule blocked a transfer receiver from playing at Mississippi State. That is correct. He has one year of eligibility left, but has not obtained a degree. And so he cannot transfer to an SEC school with one year of eligibility left without obtaining a degree. That is a rule for some reason, and he has to go somewhere else now. So they went and got another guy. Yeah. (laughs) Feel bad for the kid, though. I mean, yeah, how stupid is that? A, that's not not a good look for anybody there. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We will wrap up the four o'clock hour with you next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. Looking good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns, no real problems to speak of. Just a little after-school traffic. Just be mindful of those school buses making frequent stops. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. What are the kids singing about? Do you know that game, Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet, and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Ugh. Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. Happy New Year to all you lawn-loving radio listeners out there. This is your local outdoor power equipment specialist, Cameron Hartley, here to tell you all about the great wintertime specials we have going on right now at Hartley Equipment. Homeowners, from now until the end of February, bring in your X-Mark mower and receive 10% off on seasonal tune-up services. For this special, we're also offering free pickup and delivery within 10 miles of the store on all X-Mark mowers. If you're ready to trade in your old X-Mark for a brand new one, then Hartley Equipment will offer you top dollar on your trade-in. Right now, we have financing options with 0% interest and no money down. Get a new X-Mark Zero Turn for as little as $79 a month. With the purchase of any new Xmark Zero Turn, we're going to give you a free first service and a $100 prepaid Visa gift card. Come by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt and see for yourself why we're the number one Xmark dealer in Mississippi. And as always, shop, shop smartly, smartly, shop Hartley. Hartley. 
the new year with money-saving cheer during a New Year celebration sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. 2021 is here, and it's finally time for you to get that new vehicle you've been waiting for. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we resolve to save you money on our entire selection. So right now, pay just $179 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi G4s. That's $179 per month. And pay only $319 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi Outlanders. Plus, we're giving you a 43-inch TV with every purchase. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come save big during the New Year Celebration Sales Event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1640. Outlander stock number 1695. Who doesn't love the holiday season? Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit KeepMSBeautiful.com. That's KeepMSBeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Seaspire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. Seaspire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade in. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to, back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky. Just a little more context to what we were talking about right before the break. Um, Borky made reference to the uh, the rule in the SEC that does not allow for a transfer to come into your program with only one year remaining of eligibility if he does not already have a degree. And the consensus with Borky and Haydad was, that's a dumb rule. What's the point of that? Um, had somebody tell me that the, the rationale behind it is so you don't have kids come in, be there for four months, and leave. There's a pretty significant investment in the, the athletes that come in. And, I mean, I guess there's an argument that you don't get a great return on investment. There is pretty significant discussion that is on the horizon in the SEC with the transfer policy and, and kind of all facets of it, and specifically intra-conference transfer. And, and some of the issue on the football side of things, and I've never, 
Look, I, Borky, you and I were talking about this in the break a second ago, and you said, oh, you mean like Kentucky basketball? Well, yeah, that's a four-month yeah. program, buddy. But it, but it's two semesters, at least. And Kentucky has figure out, figured out a way, and I still don't understand how, but they have figured out a way to not just navigate, but to very successfully navigate the APR waters. Well, because... Or, but, but there is an APR issue when you have a kid come in, he's there for a semester... He doesn't graduate or doesn't have a degree and then moves on. Yeah, I mean, it's very easy to take political science 101 and EDHE as a freshman in college. I, I would hope that their grades are fine as they complete their semester or as somebody else completes their semester and they head on to the NBA. Robert says they don't want them getting a degree from their university if almost all their classes were from a different school. I, I don't think that's the issue as much. I think it's the fact that there's a likelihood that a degree won't be obtained, period. Yeah. yeah. It, spare the, the false equivalence, but I, I do find it a, a little bit ridiculous that this kid, who wants to spend his final year of eligibility catching passes in the air raid, <laughs> that sounds pretty good. He, he spent four years at San Jose State, gets an opportunity to play in the SEC and catch a bunch of passes, and that was denied because of an arbitrary rule. Yet Will Wade gets to collect millions of dollars and still coach on the sidelines at LSU. I mean, yeah, yes, you are comparing apples and artichokes. I understand, and yet, I mean, seriously, and yet, take it a step further. I mean, I am not a Hugh Freeze defender. I got a. a a long direct message from a listener asking me why I hate Hugh Freeze so much. So, if that that's fine. Either way, Will Wade gets to collect millions of dollars and coach basketball at LSU. But Hugh Freeze was reportedly, for a period of time, blackballed from being a coordinator in the SEC. Now, you tell me if a federal wiretap joking about paying your recruits NBA league minimum is worse than Laramie Tunsil's dad getting a few hundred bucks. Is worse than Leo Lewis allegedly getting a few thousand bucks. Which one is worse? But Will Wade gets to keep on coaching. He has to keep on coaching, even though the wiretap is out there for everybody to hear. And yet, Hugh Freeze, and I'm aware of what he did and how embarrassing it was, and he destroyed what he built at Old Miss just as quickly. Yeah. And, and, but... I know it's rehashing and no interest in rehashing, but the rationale behind Hugh Freeze not being back in the SEC has nothing really to do with with any NCAA real or perceived penalties. And it doesn't have anything to do with Laramie Tunsil's dad getting money or, you know, a, a hunting lease, you know, where a, a player got to hunt, you know, without permission. It has everything to do with him being the leader of a program that was left in shambles while it was on his watch, and the commissioner of the SEC going, yeah, that's not a good look to allow him to destroy a program the way he did, and then he can go just, you know, get a check and coach for Nick Saban at Alabama and win a national championship. I, I, I hear that. I, like, yeah. I hear that. It just feels like it's important to put that uh, uh, part of it out there, when we're, right. which I know is rehashing. I... I, I Honestly, I agree with it. You got to protect your league, right? But how can you say it would be a bad look for Alabama to hire Hugh Freeze while also allowing Will Wade to still coach wearing the SEC on his shirt? 
I mean, to to a slightly lesser degree, Bruce Pearl kind of deserves to be in that same sentence. He has an assistant coach that like just got out of prison. And he's got a, yeah. a postseason ban this year. Yeah. yeah. He's making millions, though. College football fix is just around the corner. The national championship game is as well. About two hours and all 20 minutes or so until kickoff. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Monday, January 11th. I'm Rich Dennison. Fox News has learned Acting Department of Homeland Security Secretary Chad Wolf is leaving the Trump administration. The FBI is warning of armed protests across the country and in the nation's capital leading up to and including Inauguration Day. As many as 15,000 National Guard troops have been authorized ahead of January 20th. The U.S. Secret Service is the lead agency in charge. The National Park Service has closed the Washington Monument through January 24th. Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. Federal officials are investigating possible death threats against Vice President Mike Pence on the social media platform Parler. Pro-Trump attorney Lynn Wood suspected of writing, get the firing squads ready. Pence goes first. In a statement, the Secret Service saying, quote, we are aware of the comments and take all threats against our protectees serious. Fox's John Roberts at the White House. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2021 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the res by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. For the first time, the new Mississippi state flag is flying above the state capitol. This afternoon, Governor Tate Reeves signed the bill into law, officially ratifying the new state banner. In Mississippi, there has been a prominent roadblock to unity. When many looked at our former flag, they just saw a symbol of the state and heritage they loved. But many felt dismissed because of that flag. That is not a firm foundation for our state. So today, we turn the page. We commit our former flag to history and we commit ourselves to the business of the future. This follows the November vote to adopt the flag and the passage of House Bill 1 by the legislature last week. For photos and continued coverage of today's event, find us online at newsms.fm. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi. 
Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. Although the snow may be dissipating, meteorologist Don Moore with the National Weather Service in Jackson says we need to pay attention to conditions this evening. Uh, we're going to get really cold tonight and any accumulations that fall throughout the day today is going to have a chance to refreeze overnight. And when you get that refreeze and we're talking about black ice being possible early tomorrow morning, especially areas north of the I-20 corridor, even as far south as Natchez, anywhere where we got accumulations today that stick around through the evening. If you must travel, keep in mind that roads may be icy. And Mississippi will receive nearly $200 million from the CDC. Announced by Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith, the funding comes as a result of the relief package passed by Congress in late December. The funds will be used to support COVID-19 testing and mitigation efforts along with the state's vaccine distribution plan. For more information on this story and all of your Mississippi news, find us online at newsms.fm. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. Here we go, 5 o'clock hour with you. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky, thank you for being with us. January the 11th, National Championship game coming your way tonight. Ceasefire text line is open to you. 601-879-4395, 601 601- 
879-4395. That's the number for you to be a part of the conversation. Be honest. You know your business deserves better, so get better with a C Spire business internet and phone bundle backed by real support. See how C Spire can power your success today at cspire.com slash business. All right, time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com. Find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. The Alabama football team is on its way to Hard Rock Stadium two hours and seven minutes until kickoff. They've got blimp coverage of buses going down the interstate. That is uh, not really a big deal other than to say motorcades are so cool. It's just the coolest thing ever. The police escort is awesome. Okay, that means nothing. How about a side-by-side comparison that probably, if we're being honest, also means nothing, but interesting to look at these two teams side-by-side in the college football playoff era. In terms of winning percentage, so we're going back, what, to the 2013 season? Is that right? Ohio State won the first national championship in the 14 season. Was it the 14 season or was the game on the 14? So 14th 14 season. season. Because that was the okay. year State was number one. Yeah. Got, there, you go, there you go. 2014 was year number one of the college football playoff era. Alabama has won 91.8% of its games. Ohio State has won 91.1% of its games. In terms of winning percentage, since 2014, that makes Alabama number one and Ohio State number two. Alabama has six college football playoff appearances. That's every year but one. Ohio State has four playoff appearances. Two national championships for Alabama during this time frame. One for Ohio State. And that one for Ohio State came when Alabama lost to Ohio State in a semifinal game. And then Ohio State went on to win the national championship. Beat Oregon or Florida State? They beat Oregon. Yep. Oregon beat Florida State like a drum in the semifinal, and then they beat Oregon in the championship game. Yeah, that was when Jameis threw it backwards in the Rose Bowl. Which is not ideal, right? I think I'll check my notes, but I think as a quarterback, if you throw the ball and it goes backwards... Probably bad. And this is these are the two teams, I think I said this last week, but it bears repeating in case you missed it. Per recruiting rankings, and take that into account however you wish, these are the two most talented teams to meet in the national championship game in the recruiting ranking era. So mid-90s is what that dates back to. The two most talented teams to ever meet in the championship game before uh, is this one. So it's the true heavyweight of the heavyweight in college football. I mean... You know, myself, I complained about the playoff and its selection, and I still would say all of those things today. But these are the two best teams in college football, it appears. And we're about to find out exactly. And Greg Sankey had an interesting quote, actually, about 
how they need to establish game minimums moving forward. Because what if Ohio State wins today? And the Big Ten decides, wait, what are we doing here? <laughs> Let's just play seven games next year. Instead of 12, play 10. Just play 10 if you want to. Instead of having Kent State come to Columbus and risk your quarterback getting injured, don't bother. You guys would rather scrimmage against each other anyway. That's better practice than playing the golden flashes. Don't play that game anymore. Just cancel it. But, but we know that's not going to happen, though, because of the money involved in playing 12 games. Yeah. But it was interesting nonetheless that because of Ohio State's presence and the fact that they might win this game, that they are going to look at game minimums moving forward. How tough a pill for the SEC would it be to swallow if Ohio State wins this game? Not just the SEC, college football, all well, together. It, yeah, I, but, but the reason I said the SEC, I'm kind of thinking about Greg Sankey, is it was the SEC arm-in-arm arm with the ACC and the Big 12 that got this college football season played. They, they were the ones that made this happen. And then dragged kicking and screaming and being snickered at and made fun of. The Big Ten said, oh, oh, well, we're going to join the party. We'll, we'll just start our season, what was it, November 8th, October 27th? I, I, I don't remember exactly what the date was. But you get the, get the idea. And then Ohio State plays five games, five regular season games, half the number that Alabama played in the regular season. And then the Big Ten changes the rules for Alabama to be, oh, there we go, a tradition unlike any other, Dan Mullen showing us the shoes that he is wearing while on camera, while breaking down a game that he's not involved with. Something must be going poorly for him aside from that, because that's his go-to move. If people... If there's something bad going on in Dan Mullen's yeah. life, it's, hey, let, check these out. It never works, Special uh, Gator Edition Jordan's here. Where is this happening? Uh, SEC Network. SEC Nation is broadcasting live. Tim Tebow, Dan Mullen, Marty Smith, and Jordan Rogers on set. And... Uh, Dan Mullen showing everybody how cool he is by wearing his Gator Edition Jordans. That is a group of guys that I wouldn't invite to my house. <laughs> Would you show up if they invited you to theirs? Iffy. Iffy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? I don't even remember what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, the fact that Ohio State played half the games. Oh, yeah. And the precedent it sets. Well, just just the just the overall gut punch that this would be to the SEC, who said, "No, doggone it, we're going to play football." And they got ten games in in the regular season, and they played a conference championship game, and they had most of their teams play in bowl games, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If Ohio State, who played five games in the regular season, and then eked one out against Northwestern in the Big Ten championship game, were to win, I'm not saying Ohio State wouldn't be deserving. Because they're playing for a trophy tonight, 
and they're playing the best team in the country. If Ohio State beats Alabama, they deserve to be the national champion. I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying that would be an awfully hard and bitter pill for the SEC and Greg Sankey to swallow. Yeah. But it's that way every time they lose, though. I mean, they build up the, the dominance of the SEC, and then you lose the uh, national title game. So, but, but if you lost the national title game to a team from a conference that didn't really want to play this year and then only played kind of to get past the public ridicule, and yeah. so, you know who doesn't deserve this? The Big Ten. Now, I think Ohio State, specifically Ohio State, Ryan Day, Justin Fields, I mean, they went against the Big Ten. I mean, they threatened to break off from the league and try to play in the SEC schedule. So so they deserve this opportunity because they didn't if want it to go down from like the Big that. Ten, yes. I mean, Ohio State or Nebraska would be the two that would be yes. deserving. The Big Ten doesn't deserve this at all. They don't deserve to have their logo on the national stage tonight. They don't deserve to have a national champion, if that's the case. I saw a story last week uh, where quotes from the commissioner of the Big Ten were, oh, we're just really glad that we got the season. We feel like it was a success. You tried to end it. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve to parade around talking about how successful the season was. And if Ohio State wins tonight, the Big Ten's going to be all full of itself when they don't deserve to be here because they tried to not let this night happen. It's frustrating. They don't deserve it. Ohio State does. Their By conference the way, does un- not. Uh, unlike Indiana, I think Ohio State is going to wear the ben- t- uh, Big Ten logo on their jerseys. Yeah. Bit of a backfire there, huh? Yeah. Jason says Borky is wearing the tinfoil hat extremely tight today. Hey, that didn't came from the commissioner of the SEC. Not me. Playing more games like Alabama did, would that give you an advantage over Ohio State because of more reps for players? Just curious. I mean, look, I think these are the two best teams and they're going to be just fine. But if you wanted to say who has the advantage, I mean, theoretically, there should be less wear and tear on Ohio State's players' bodies after a season than Alabama's by virtue of playing half the games. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area, just call them at 601-605-4443. Looking pretty good for the most part for the drive home, just a little bit of traffic slowing down as you jump off of 55 south onto 20 eastbound elsewhere. No other major problems. Please buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. 
I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. It doesn't get any better than this. On Super Talk Mississippi. talking for months about the fact that name, image, and likeness and the one-time penalty-free transfer are slam dunks that are simply awaiting a rubber stamp. Remember that conversation? Ad nauseum? Yes. Yes. Well, in the words of Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend. The NCAA annual convention began today. And the D1 Council voted today to delay enacting legislation on two major fronts, name, image, and likeness rights, and a one-time transfer exemption that would allow athletes to switch schools one time in their career without sitting out a year in residence. This story comes from uh, CBS Sports. Matt Norlander was the author. They reported over the weekend that this was expected today. And it is an indefinite delay. Why, you might ask? Well, old Mark Emmert, Mr. President, got a letter from the United States Justice Department over the weekend that basically said, Partner, you better hold your horses. 
It has been expected for months that this legislation would pass today, and with very little debate. But in light of the letter from the uh, DOJ to Mark Emmert on Friday, and due to a high-profile NCAA case that is expected to be heard later this year by the Supreme Court, the D1 Council opted not to push forth the legislation for a vote later in the week by the Board of Directors from the NCAA. Here's a wordy quote from um, Mark Emmert in a response to the Justice Department. Here's a letter. We believe, as courts have regularly held, that our current amateurism and other rules are indeed fully compliant with federal antitrust law. Whenever we consider revisions to the rules, however, we, of course, receive input from many interested parties, and we welcome your invitation to consult with the department so that we can hear and fully understand its views as well. <laughs> One league commissioner told CBS Sports last week there's been a lot of rumbling behind the scenes that the NCAA shouldn't do anything on NIL until the Supreme Court rules. The thinking being, why would we go out and set policies and procedures when the Supreme Court hasn't ruled on the case? Let's hear what they determine and develop policies based on how they rule. And oh, by the way, there is a not insignificant development that has recently occurred. You know, back in November we had these elections, and Democrats have control of the House, and Democrats also now have control of the Senate. And you may remember, Borky, as we talked about this particular issue, there were some proposals that arose from Congress that were very, shall we say, worker-friendly. Your buddy Cory Booker? Yeah, that was, that's so bad. It just disrupts everything. If they even considered it, it would be such a mistake. So, no immediately implementing name, image, and likeness. No immediate implementation of the one-time transfer. Now, with that said, you got a bunch of dudes and gals right now who are sitting in the transfer portal based on the assumption that they are going to be immediately eligible wherever they land next year. And in some cases they will be because, you know, this was a free year for everybody. But that assumption is no longer guaranteed, at least not for right now. The expectation is that those who are in the transfer portal would probably be able to apply for a waiver for immediate eligibility and would probably be in good shape to still get that immediate eligibility. But it is certainly not guaranteed at this point legislatively. Any reaction to this? It'd be just further incompetence. Uh, I'm interested in the quarterback position in particular. Uh there's a story that was 
kind of making everybody laugh last week about Shane Beamer at South Carolina losing all his quarterbacks. Well, he had an interesting quote today. He was asked about Ryan Holinsky hasn't found a destination yet. And he said, well, Ryan and I have had some really productive conversations ever since Coach Bobo left, and I'll leave it at that. Hmm. Oh, so he might stick around. But this is the problem with the transfer portal. Because you already have more players in the portal than destinations. But what happens now? Because like you said, the expectation was to get it. Everybody thought they were going to get it. Now you're going to have to go through the waiver process again, and you know how they handle the waiver process, and there are going to be more people looking to transfer than ever. You're going to have many kids come August with nowhere to go. It's it's going to be like the NBA draft where you know five hundred kids declare for a draft that has sixty two picks or whatever it is. Switching gears, shout out Deion Sanders might benefit you some more. Could be switching gears back to the national championship game tonight. Couldn't help but wonder if this was the case. Borky, you have been adamant that uh, Jalen Waddle would play. And he may very well. But Nick Saban, in an interview on the field, as Alabama just arrived at the stadium, says that if Jalen Waddell plays, it will be on a limited basis. That decision will be up to him. Which makes you think, I mean, this was, so so there were two schools of thought. But I think the, the dominating, uh, the dominant school of thought is here, Alabama Puts this, well, Jalen Waddle practicing, might go, might go, we'll see. So that Ohio State had to focus more in terms of defensing, uh, defensive game planning than just stopping Devontae Smith. I wonder if mind games work like it work at all. Because, I mean, obviously Ohio State's going to prepare for both situations, aren't they? I mean, they're going to prepare for, okay, if Jalen Waddle plays... We're not going to just be able to double Devontae Smith every time he's on the field. But they wouldn't be caught up in not having a plan for Jalen Waddle not playing. Yeah, but there's you still take advantage of gamesmanship. You don't trust that Ohio State planned for you to play him the whole time. You make sure that they went out of their way to do that. Yeah, and I guess there are two ways to look at it. I mean, you can say, well, conventional wisdom would tell you they're just putting it out there so that Ohio State's focus comes away. But then the other piece of that would be like, well, what if you don't plan for it? And then he actually does play. Yeah. Like reverse psychology in there as well. <laughs> I, I think he's playing. I mean, you don't do all this. It's not like Nick Saban's going to be like, oh, yeah, full go tonight. He's ready. Working him in the game plan right now. No, I don't think you do that. What would you say? Ten, sna- ten stats. Uh, over or under? Ten snaps for Jalen Waddle tonight. Over. Over. That's because they snap the ball so much. They run enough enough plays. I mean, we're not talking about a quarter of their plays there. And if the choice is up to him, over. Twenty? Over or under? Or is that about right? You're in the range, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. 
Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Hey, uh, hey, Dad, we, we didn't talk much about this. You alluded to it when we were back in Winners and Losers. You talked about Iverson Molinar. Pretty good week for Mississippi State basketball. Yeah. Yeah, two wins in, in two games and, and sitting at 3-1, and one, not where I would have expected them to be at this point. Uh, and know, pretty darn always, easily could have been 4-0. Oh. Yeah, I mean, they're they're... Well, I mean, and not only that, you think they have two losses in double overtime uh, this season now. They could have another non-conference win if, against Dayton. Um, so they're playing a lot better than I thought they were. This, like I said during Winners and Losers, this, this team is the team is playing really well. They're finding different guys. I said on Friday's uh, show that, you know, if those four guys, if Molinar, Stewart, Johnson, and Smith are all in double figures, well, State's probably going to win the game. Well, they were all in four double figures. And even Abdullah Dutz chipped in with eight points. He had eight rebounds as well. Um, so, you know, that, that's a game that it shouldn't have been as close as it was. State's perimeter defense was not great. Vanderbilt hit a lot of threes. But they got the win. They're three and one. They play Texas A&M on, uh, on Wednesday night. And that's a, that's a winnable game. And then we'll see what happens Saturday with Florida. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll look back at the super wild card weekend when we come back with you. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. This afternoon into the evening, mostly cloudy skies, low all the way down to 23. Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 49. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 27. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 53. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 33. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 60 degrees. This weather service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard Dealer in Brandon. discounts at Soul Burgers Jewelry in Ridgeland. Buy remaining inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right. Own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry Ridgeland. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that. Customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233. Watkins ConstructionInc.com. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. 
Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Final sale days, final discounts at Soul Burgers Jewelry in Bridgeland. Buy remaining inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right. Own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever, Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry, Bridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. For the first time, the new Mississippi state flag is flying above the state capitol. This afternoon, Governor Tate Reeves signed the bill into law, officially ratifying the new state banner. In Mississippi, there has been a prominent roadblock to unity. When many looked at our former flag, they just saw a symbol of the state and heritage they loved. But many felt dismissed because of that flag. That is not a firm foundation for our state. So today, we turn the page. We commit our former flag to history and we commit ourselves to the business of the future. This follows the November vote to adopt the flag and the passage of House Bill 1 by the legislature last week. For photos and continued coverage of today's event, find us online at newsms.fm. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on the catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi. How about the weekend that was in the NFL? Buffalo 27-24 at home. Cool environment. Bill's Mafia super fired up to be able to even have a limited number of attendees at the game. That was how the playoff weekend got started, the super wild card weekend. Turned out to be closer than I think most people thought it was going to be. Let's just play off football. The Bills have a running problem. Do you think their season comes to an end this week? 
<sighs> I thought Tennessee would have had a, would have had a better shot at winning this game than Baltimore. I know Lamar Jackson ran well He's and been it was playing nice. Really well. He has been playing well, but I think he's still just so limited throwing the football and that'll get exposed this week. It, the the Titans in what they did was mystifying in the worst possible way. I mean, multiple occasions too. Ryan Tannehill played the worst game of his season, uh, probably the worst game he's played in a couple of years. But in particular, the uh, the pass that was intercepted to seal the game, your best receiver has three steps on his defender and a good pass scores a touchdown. Not just keeps the play alive and the game alive, you score if you just target your primary receiver. Instead, he forced one over the middle and it got intercepted and lost the game, but fourth and two, down one score in the fourth quarter on your opponent's 40, and you punt the football. You lose the game right there. Yep. Seahawks' offensive line did not have an answer for the Rams' defensive line. And the Rams win 30-20, to despite a very limited Jared Goff. We talked about it earlier in Winners and Losers. Cam Akers was fantastic for the Rams. Uh, Washington against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay ends up winning at 31-23. Heineke was... Uh, Heineke or Heineke? Heineke. Like the beer. Heineke, sorry, was good. 20-13, Ravens over the Titans... Saints just kind of did what they wanted to do. 21 to 9 the final, but it didn't really feel like it was that close. I, I, do you have any concern about the Saints based on this result going into their next game? A little, but not not enough that I I still like feel like they can beat the Rams, but at the same time, uh I mean, yeah, they they they, they didn't look they didn't look their best. But and that's probably to be expected. You got a lot of guys who haven't played a lot of football together. On the field at the same time, you know, give them a week to to get everything back together. I guess coalescing this past week, we hope. Uh, there you go. There you it go. Yeah. felt like Peyton was really conservative, and I don't see why you wouldn't be. But did you notice they didn't really force the football to Alvin Kamara like they did in key games this season? I mean, he had what a hundred yards rushing, couple of touchdowns. So it's weird to say, but I said in the third quarter. Just to the guys I was watching the game with, it feels like Sean is really just content with letting his defense control the game and not doing anything creative like he usually does. That was a very ho hum called game from him, and I think that was by design. Yeah, I admittedly had trouble watching that game because I was trying to watch it on my phone in a deer stand with my eight year old son. <laughs> Which presented its own challenges. You know, it was kind of like, oh, let's sit tight for about half an hour. Okay, uh, out of snacks now. Let's go walk around for a while. Now let's go back. So it made it a little bit difficult to uh, to really lock in on uh, on that game. And then the one last night, you had twenty eight to nothing. That was uh, at the end of the first quarter. Browns up on the Steelers. Uh, Steelers scored a bunch of points the rest of the way, but it wasn't enough as uh, Browns kind of iced it late with a touchdown. They went at forty eight to uh, thirty seven. That sets up the divisional round. Rams-Packers, the early game on Saturday afternoon in Green Bay. Ravens at Bills on Saturday night. 
I haven't even done the like early, early peek at the weather yet. I mean, it was 33 and sunny, which in Buffalo in January might as well be 72 and sunny, like it was this past Saturday. It's a perfect day. I had to listen to the first quarter of that game on the radio. Those 6,500 people were mm-hmm. insane. I mean, that fan base, that's just a different level. But yeah, it was a beautiful day. Um, I honestly think, don't get me wrong, golf isn't healthy. The Rams' offense hadn't been great. But Aaron Rodgers' biggest benefit this season, aside from his insane ability, was protection. Uh, He's so well protected, and that's why he can operate at the level uh, that he does. But the team that is best equipped to get pressure on him and make him uncomfortable is the one he's seeing this week. Yeah. Uh, By the way, forecast for Buffalo long range, high of 37, low of 29, morning snow showers. So maybe that'll be out of there. Hopefully not. Hopefully the forecast changes and we'll get big-time snow during the game on, uh, on Saturday night. Love that. Sunday afternoon, Browns at Chiefs. Kansas City is a 16-point favorite in this game. I don't know. That is a huge line in a playoff game. Yeah, in, a, in an NFL playoff game, you're getting, you know, they're acting like it's Alabama Notre Dame out there. We'll see what happens. And Roethlisberger did just throw for 500 on that defense, but I mean, the what every down in the second de- in the second half, except for maybe one series. Cleveland basically played prevent defense. They decided at halftime, we're smoking these guys. Let's just let the clock run out. Let's just let they, they can catch balls underneath. It's fine and let the clock run out. I think Cleveland is more talented than this. If you think that they're just going to run up to Kansas City and just get blown out, I think you're crazy. They have an elite running game. Their offensive line should be back to 100%. That story about Blake is the funniest thing I've heard in football this year. Where Baker Mayfield said after the game, I had a guy come in and block for me that I met this morning. He said his name's Blake. <laughs> guy was living in New Jersey. So so Cleveland had COVID issues on the offensive line. Uh, they call in a guy that has been on and off practice squads in the NFL who lives in New Jersey to drive a few states over on Saturday. Could not practice with the team just to wear a uniform and be a body couple guys go down. The guy that is backing up their previous third-string guard has to come in the game, never practiced with the team before. And he plays and plays well and protects Baker Mayfield, and Baker only knew him by Blake. Nice job, Blake. Nice job. And then the uh, late Sunday afternoon, early Sunday evening game, Buccaneers at Saints in the Superdome. New Orleans is a three-point favorite. You know what they say. It's hard to beat a team three times in the same season. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, Tampa Bay seems to be clicking right now, too. I mean, I find them so unlikable, Tampa Bay, and it's for one reason. I I like Tom Brady. I'll defend Tom Brady. I know people don't like him. I think a lot of it has to do with jealousy. I mean, he's a good-looking guy. He's the greatest quarterback to ever live. He's married to a supermodel. Don't tell me about deflate gate. He won a game by four touchdowns with slightly underinflated footballs. You don't like him because you're jealous. That's this is me. I love Tom Brady. I think Gronkowski's a really, really, really good dude. 
I mean, all the stories you hear about his interaction with fans away from the field is exclusively good. He's especially good with kids, special needs kids as well. I mean, he's just an all-around good guy. It's Antonio Brown's presence. Every time the camera goes to him, I get frustrated. He should not be on the field. He's a bad guy. He should be getting professional help instead of catching passes from Tom Brady. His presence makes me hate that team. He should not be on the field, and I want Tampa to lose by 100 every time they play when he's on the field. Saints beat the Bucks in Week 1 34-23. They beat them again on Sunday, November 8th. That was Sunday night football, if I remember correctly, 38-3, and was the single most dominating performance that New Orleans had all season long. It was true. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. Okay. Drew Brees did not have huge passing numbers in either of those games. He threw for one sixty in the season opener, the win against Tampa Bay, and he threw for two twenty-two in the November eighth game. Interestingly enough, well, that's not true. Let's see what did. Uh, what did Brady do through the air in those two games? I'll give it to you in just a second. Here it is. Uh, against New Orleans, Brady threw for 239 in the week one loss. And in the loss on November 8th, he threw for 209. So neither of the quarterbacks had huge passing games in the two regular season meetings. That'll be fun. What a fun way to finish up oh, the yeah. divisional round weekend. Bucks and Saints in the dome. We'll have to keep an eye on what the uh, ticket prices do on the secondary market for this game as we go throughout the week. All right, we will make our Pearl River Resort pick for the national championship game. When we come back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. Look for some minor slowdowns, 220 southbound, just south of the 55 South Interchange. That's 220 southbound, just south of 55 South Interchange. Otherwise, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call two men in a truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com. As a small business owner, you know that running a business is no easy task. You're in the office and on your third cup of coffee before most even roll out of bed. That's why you need office equipment and solutions that help keep your business running smoothly. The experts at RJ Young provide office technology that ensures your business's network stays efficient and secure so you can focus on what truly matters, growing your business. To discover how R.J. Young can help your small business grow, visit rjyoung.com slash small business. 
If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. C Spire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. C Spire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. C Spire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade in. Doesn't love the holiday season. Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit keepmsbeautiful.com. That's keepmsbeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful. JT here. Jackson, I'd love to have you join me tomorrow from 10 to 1 for the JT Show. We'll hang out and talk about the hot issues of the day right here on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love as a man insane. You broke my wind, but what a thrill. All right, national championship game kicks off in about an hour and 20 minutes. Alabama and Ohio State from South Florida with a, uh, a limited capacity inside Hard Rock Stadium. It's time for us to make picks. The Pearl River Resort pick of the day. Normally we would just make one pick, but we'll all pick this game. Uh, it's brought to you by the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge at the Golden Moon Casino in Philadelphia. Great place to watch the game, to get in on some action. you got live betting during the game. Of course, table games available at the Golden Moon. And when it gets a little bit better, like when there's not snow on the ground, don't forget about Dancing Rabbit for a great golf weekend. We'll be talking about the Masters before long. I mean, it'll be here before we know it. But tonight it's the national championship game. Alabama is a nine-point favorite over Ohio State. 
This line opened at 7.5. I saw this on Twitter a second ago. Uh, according to some numbers out of Vegas, 55% of the money line bets are on Alabama. 54% of the spread bets, so the, the nine-point spread are on Alabama. And in terms of the total, the 74.5 for the over-under, it is split evenly at 50-50. So, here we go. Alabama as a nine-point favorite. Borky, you are up first. Yeah, fade the public on this one, especially if you're getting nine points. I mean, I think Alabama's going to win the game, but I think it's going to be much closer than that. If you're discounting Fields and Sermon and Olave and that pass rush, which uh, not great early in the season, but they've really come along uh, very nicely at Ohio State, I think you're crazy. Alabama's defense did not get better after the Ole Miss game. The competition got worse. Florida showed you that Alabama's defense is still susceptible, and I think Ohio State has the weapons to expose it. So give me the nine points in the Buckeyes tonight. You, you say fade the public, but in reality, this line opened at 7.5. You had public money and sharp money that came in heavily that pushed it to nine points in this game. So really you're fading the sharps as well. But fading the money, that's what Borky says. He's taking the nine points uh, for Ohio State. Hey, Dad, your turn. Ohio State... A nine-point underdog against the Crimson Tide. Yeah, I'm with Borky on this one. I think Bama will win, but it'll be a back-and-forth kind of game. Uh, I would definitely take the over uh, on this one as well. Should be a lot of points in this one. My, my prediction was Alabama 45-41, so I'll take the Buckeyes Ooh. and take the points. Wouldn't that that's be fun? the final score, oh, I can't wait. Congratulations to all of us for uh, getting to enjoy that. If it turns out like that, I do hope that it's kind of a nip-tuck game the entire way, and it's not one of those deals where Alabama jumps out to a you know, 42-17 lead and then Ohio State tries to come storming back, where it feels like you know the game's never really in question. If we get yeah. 45-41, and I hope it's just like just trading haymakers for, for four quarters, I am going to fade Michael Borky and Brian Haydad. I'm going to lay the nine points and take Alabama... Uh, I, I tend to think that the over is the right play, over the 74.5, kind of like Haydad did, but uh, I'm not going to be the one that bets against Alabama and Nick Saban in a uh, national championship game scenario. Alabama uh, has put together arguably the best season by an SEC team ever. They have 11 wins against SEC opponents. They also have a win against Notre Dame. And uh, tonight they're going to try and close it out national championship style against Ohio State. I think Alabama wins this game by 10 to 14. And so I will lay the nine points and take Alabama. So if you were looking for consensus on the Pearl River Resort pick of the day, sorry, we can't give you that. You got two guys in Haydad and Borky taking the points. I'm going to lay the points and we'll see how it plays out. Ceasefire text line, Bama by 20. Jeff. The casinos in Mississippi have Alabama minus 10. And that's not surprising. I mean, we've talked with, uh, with Chris Hopgood at, uh, the sportsbook at Timeout Lounge, and there's a little bit of, you know, home team built in inflation of the line because, and, you know, you've heard before that books are generally trying to balance the bets in both directions where they come out a winner on the juice and, so to do that, sometimes the line will be a little bit inflated. Jason says he's taking Alabama 49-45. 
again, pretty much everybody feeling like this could be a high-scoring game. I know there are a lot of people that are weary of Alabama, weary of the college football playoff, feeling like it's elitist and there are only certain teams that have access. And I'm not mad at you for that feeling. There's certainly some truth to it. I'm excited about this game, though. It's the last one we get until hopefully an on-time start to the college football season in terms of the Power Five. I know we got some spring football coming up for uh, some Group of Five conferences, and that'll be fun, and we'll follow along with it. But in terms of the schools and the conferences that we follow most closely, this is it for the 2020 season. We made it to the finish line. Kickoff in an hour and 20 minutes for Michael Borky and Brian Haydad. Enjoy your national championship game Monday night. We'll talk to you to break it all down tomorrow starting at 3.06. Good night. Mississippi Media Production.